Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined today on this Monday, as I often and always am, by my husband, Kyle, who looks like he has a thing he wants to say about himself. I was going to go, I was going to say something, but then as I thought through the specifics of it, oddly, it would have made me a relative of yours outside of marriage. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's not what I meant to communicate. It's not true, by the way. Right. I could see the wheels turning as I looked yeah. at you. And so I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm letting everybody down right out of the <laughs> gate. Here. Maybe, maybe if you're still listening after that, yeah, the bar has been set low enough that from now on, I'll, I'll uh, be pleasing hmm. or at least not disappointing. Maybe that's a better goal Yeah, to not be disappointing. Non-disappointing. My non-disappointing husband and co-host Kyle is here. To be fair and in context, we sat outside for an hour-ish in the 100-plus degree heat. It's hot. I'm- I made a poor, poor choice. I grabbed... So, you want to have a little cigar talk here Let's for a second? A little cigar talk okay. right off the top. As cigars go, mm-hmm. you you should have a, a mindset towards how long you're wanting to commit to your your relaxation. And Absolutely. it should be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like you're watching the clock the whole way through. No, of course um, not. That's all dictated by the length of the cigar. That dictates the, the smoke time. For sure. And for whatever cigar it is that's good, it will come in multiple lengths. Yes. So... That kind of helps. That way you're not like smoking part of it and throwing it away or right. smoking and then being like, man, I just wish there was more of this cigar than there was. Well, I, I made the poor choice. I picked what is legitimately a two to two and a half hour smoke. It was the only length I had of the specific cigar that I wanted to smoke. Mm-hmm. I paid the price. 
to get through that because it was hot outside. So hot, and there's no fan that we have that. I don't think there's one in existence. I'm telling you, if we if we set up a swamp cooler, it'd be a little better. I don't know, but it's a lot of work. I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen some shit, man. No, I've seen some <laughs> things on YouTube where people will like DIY. They'll drill two big holes in a cooler. Yeah. Like an igloo cooler yeah. or a Yeti. How dare you drill holes in a Yeti? That would, Whatever. That's a lot. They run some PVC pipe through there. They fill it with ice. They somehow blow a fan down through one pipe. It blows across the ice, comes out. So it's it's a it's not a swamp cooler. It's an air conditioner. Yep. And you do that outside when you're roughing it. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know that that like that might be the only thing that would have helped what yeah. we were doing. So we were we were out in the heat. I'm still genuinely feeling a little. You're flushed. You're flushed. I'm flushed. It's hot here. It's unrelentingly hot. It is. Then um, this morning was a delight. It was. It was so nice this morning. Around eight forty-five ish. I went to uh, go grab a grocery or two. Yes. And it was a delight. There I was a had the top of the Jeep, little yes. of the Jeep was open, the windows down and so nice. I didn't I didn't even perspire. It was gorgeous. But then it turned on us. Yeah. Um nobody literally likes to hear about the weather. Let's get into talking Everyone about Everyone loves the weather. How dare you? You you are days away from your birthday celebrations. The day of my birth. I will be born soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got a week ahead of you with no sporadic celebration. Will I be fetal Kyle? I will be full fledged Kyle. It only took you forty seven years. How dare you? I never say how old you are. That was really rude. I say it openly and without I know qualm. I know. Okay. Hater. All right. Um you do not hate watching the three Musketeers series on bbc that's what uh, well bbc on hulu i guess is what you have been continuing to watch i have a direct pipeline into bbc central (laughs) it's through the dark web yes i do like the three musketeers i don't love the three musketeers i love the movie right the old like what is it 30-year-old Disney movie of the Three Musketeers? How old is it? It's like from 93. Okay. So like I said, 20, is that 30 years? 29 years. And, uh, Holy Moses. It is yeah, 30 years. That was a that was a great flick. Dang. Kiefer Sutherland. How dare you? It was a good flick. It was better. Yeah. So if you're just wanting a quick fix, go watch that movie. It's worth it. But this is a, it's a satisfying series. It's tells it's a lot more of the story like well, i think I feel it's like, maybe like loosely inspired by the Alexander yeah Dumont yeah there's novel. some things made up and yeah. i prefer to call him dumbass but yeah. not in an ugly way mm-hmm. alexander <laughs> you dumbass <laughs> write some more three musketeers yeah. episodes yeah because <laughs> that's what he did yes. he was an episodic writer yes yeah mm-hmm. um so you've been watching that yeah we noticed i noticed in the middle of the night oh, this was a mess Usually you do know when you're watching your, your primary entertainment mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm long since asleep, but you know, when you're getting a little bleary eyed, right. starting to drift off. Then I switch it over to pornography. Nope. You no, switch I it over to your good friend, Michael Weston. Well, I go through, I go through phases. Yeah. Here's the dilemma. Mm-hmm. And anybody that pays attention to details will know this dilemma. 
if in fact they're also familiar with Hulu. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm watching the main show, and I don't the main show right now being the Three Musketeers. I don't want to sleep through any of those episodes, if for no other reason, the labor of trying to f- figure out where in the hell was I watching before Precisely, I fell asleep. Right? Yes. It's not that it's that good that I don't want to miss any. Mm-hmm. It's I don't want to have to. It's like when you've dropped a book you're reading, and you're like, shit, <laughs> what page was I on? Yes, exactly. And then you spend an hour flipping through, like, nope, nope, yep, nope, nope, and then you accidentally spoiled whatever chapter because you read too far ahead. Yeah, it's a whole mess, right? It's hateful. Yes. Yeah. So that's the perspective. So I wasn't, I was definitely, I had, I had reached critical musketeer mass. Yeah. I'd seen enough of that. I wanted to switch it over. I wanted to go to a movie, but on Hulu, especially if you fall asleep watching a movie, that's all good and fine. Except that when autoplay is on, and who doesn't keep autoplay on? For sure. Who knows what's going to come on next? And there's nothing more unsettling than actually being in a good deep sleep. A new show comes on, and the volume metrics are different yes. by a factor of 50%, and it blows you and your spouse out of the bed, and you're like, what the sh- where, is yeah. there a home invader? It's what's happening? Yeah. It's the worst. So I'd watched some of a movie last night. And then when I truly was like, it's okay, I feel that sleep could happen if I won't fight it, then I switched it over to our good old friend, Michael Weston. Of Burn Notice. Of Burn Notice. The over decade old, way over decade old Shh, USA don't series. Do not hurt Michael's feelings. He knows he's getting older. <laughs> he's sensitive about it, okay? He is. He would be. He's very, how could a star not be concerned about? Yeah. How people perceive them in looks or age. I mean, it's probably a primary concern for them. It is for you, (laughs) isn't it? Yes. I've been forced now for at least a decade to tell people you're an age that you are not. That's not true. It's not true. How dare you? (laughs) I am not uncomfortable sharing my age. It's fine. But you aren't comfortable with it. And that's two very different perspectives. Well, the dogs are there was continuing to be comfortable snoring. I never know if people agreed. can hear that or not. It depends. All right. It depends. If you're wearing Raycon earbuds. Yes. And I don't even give a crap if they're no longer. I think they still have a sponsor. Sponsors. Yeah. Um, those are incredible earbuds. Yes. So much better than the iPod version. Yes. Screw you, Apple. Um, okay, but so we, you had been watching your show. Yeah. You put it on burn notice. I yeah. woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's still on Three Musketeers. It was, it was genuinely the middle of the night, not my own middle of the night, which is like 11. <laughs> right. In the morning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was like 2.30 in the morning. And here's Three Musketeers just blaring away and you were snoozing. Yeah. So I asked you about it this morning, and then you were like, oh, no, Hulu got freaky on me. Yeah, Hulu will do this. I, maybe the other providers, servicers, what do you call them? Service providers? Streaming platforms. Streaming platforms. That feels very sterile. I didn't choose the name. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I think that's what they're well, generally every, referred to. Everybody's process is different. What I do know. And this is what baffles me the most, is that I've never experienced Hulu just randomly picking a new thing when an episode was over. If you'd finished a whole series, then yeah, 
who it's a crapshoot what's going to come next what they right. may choose to yeah because it's on forever play mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse we don't care we're playing a show but i know i was nowhere near the end this go around of burn notice i was literally like no. at 40 percent. so i don't know i don't know how this happened i'm honestly wondering like did one of us did you imagine this in our sleep? Did one of us reach up and change it to something else? It's, what happened? We do some crazy yeah. shit in our sleep. I know this. Anything's possible. And I might have actually dreamt that. So you may go to turn it on Three Musketeers tonight and be like, well, glory, hallelujah, it's right where I left off. It's unlikely. That's never a thing I would say. You've never said glory, hallelujah? Not in any fashion other than making fun of someone. Okay. Praise the Lord past the ammunition. That Well, no. I'm okay. Okay. Maybe you'll have a happy expletive. Here's the thing. When you need some <laughs> ammunition, you want a happy expletive. Yes. Praise the Lord and pass it. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Well, so that's what you've continued to watch. I just, yeah. I'm not. It, it's not, it's not great. Yeah. It's fine. I it's fine. It's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yes, what I've it's, seen of it. It's better than average. Right. If you're struggling for something, and you're literally just waiting for the next season of something else to come out, it's fine. Yeah. The plot line's interesting enough. They, the last episode I watched last night, at least while I was awake, they mm-hmm. they tried to get a little bit more clever than was authentic to the writing, and so I was like, okay, guys. I did think of one thing that I have been intermittently watching on netflix they have their street food series uh-huh. there's like street food asia street food Do you love a street food show i i love food and culture shows i love them so much it is probably my top choice of entertainment of of, of like non non-scripted like reality-based entertainment well, they're scripted don't bullshit yourself but and you know highly I mean. edited i you know what i mean in terms of kind like of, yeah yeah, I mean, it's not like the real world season. Right. But it's also not Stranger Things. Does anybody even know what the real world is anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Is it still in production? <sighs> is MTV still a channel? It might be. I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, anyway. But you love street food. I do love street food. Uh, above and beyond all else. It, honestly, I wonder at times, were you in a former life a street person? Maybe so. And you're just like, mm, that feels like home. Yeah, perhaps so. So Netflix has this street food series. They, I think it started in Asia. They've done Latin America. And um, I believe the newest release is North America, possibly. It feels like a poor choice. And Unless they went to Canada. I've, <laughs> that's not true. That's North there's, America. Yeah, I know. There's plenty of great s- street food in the United States. Is there? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Where? I don't know. I There's only two I can think of, and okay. one of them is because it's Latin food. Okay. Because of immigration. Yeah. And the other would be, like, street hot dogs. Okay. You think that's great food? Um, They're pretty damn good. Okay. All right. So long as you can get past what you're eating. <laughs> Anyway, I've been watching that intermittently, not not in a like dedicated sit down and watch it way, but I've sure. had it in the background. What's your favorite nationality of street food? Of street food? Yeah. Prop- Just from a fantasy, because I know it's not like, well, you know, the other week I ate whatever from little something rather in wherever'sville. Uh, we don't we don't have a lot of street food here. Not that you'd want to eat. No. So just Supposing, dreaming, okay, looking past. Look, honestly, 
yeah. dreaming, I have become so intrigued by the Turkish street food that we've been mm-hmm. introduced to through uh, the YouTube channel Abroad in Hungary with the kebabs. Everything's a kebab no, in the They're bread. kebabs. Yes. If you listen to how he pronounces it. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, mm. the shaved meat that they do, they put the, the, just all of the meat on those. And they have to shave it because it's hairy. Shave it off. Oh my gosh. It looks fantastic. I've never had it, but. Well, you've had it. Uh, you know, we had this conversation. Is it an Eru? Is it a Gyro? Is it a Giru? An Igro? I, I think we're in the Eru camp. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're in the Eru camp. But yes, that style of food and stir- served, prepared and served, especially in the street food context. Okay. I think would be my favorite. What about you? A long while ago, I was on a, I was on a lobster kick. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me, I cannot remember where this was. It, I almost feel like I want to say Thailand, but that feels inaccurate too. So here in the U S we would know a definitive difference between a main lobster and then the type of lobster that is in warmer waters, yeah, Florida on through the Caribbean, all of that. And I can't remember if they have a specific name, I'm sure they do. And people are yelling at their phones and that's okay. Or whatever devices they may be listening through. For sure. Don't throw, if you have Raycon earbuds, don't throw them. Don't throw the earbuds. It's not the earbuds fault. No. It's not, we are not worth losing an earbud. That's true. Over. Especially a Raycon earbud. Right. They're good earbuds. Um, well, the difference between our, our warmer watered lobster and theirs is that theirs were like, I think they referred to them as rainbow. Oh. They were almost iridescent. Oh, wow. Okay. So they were incredibly beautiful, but then they were also gigantic. Oh, nice. And in whatever video it was I was watching, the, these, the, the street chef, whatever you want to call them, the lobster he had was literally as big as my thigh. Oh, my. Was, and I, let's be honest, ladies, I have a big thigh. Got some thick um, thighs. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And they were, they were grilling it and oh, all the constant addition of melted butter and things. Mm-hmm. And I think I would like to have a lobster cooked that way as street food. Okay. Yes. I would be fully on board with that. That sounds absolutely dreamy. Yes. I would even wow. throw a Raycon earbud if that was the price. For sure. To have the lobster. That's, it would be well worth it, too. Although at first I would attempt to throw like a knockoff version that looked close <laughs> to the same. And be like, ha see, I did it. Now give me the lobster. <laughs> but then what if you got knockoff lobster? That's mm. not as great. We've bought and eaten that before as well. That's yeah. what Oklahoma stores That's have. what happens when you're landlocked. They have lobster-like meat mm-hmm. substances. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well... Again, I referenced abroad and hungry on YouTube. I've really kind of been on a YouTube kick lately. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. have. You are always on a YouTube kick. Yours is less a way, of a kick, more of a part of your life. To me, the the level of commitment is dictated by the hour at which you're consuming it, the okay. setting around it. Yeah. So it's one thing, like if you are at your desk or commuting or whatever, and using. Because you can use YouTube a lot of ways. Obviously, you don't want to be commuting and watching a video. That's unsafe, and please don't do that. Right. But, yeah, there's that. But then when you're laying down in bed at night, what are you watching? What streaming provider have you chosen to 
fill that role. Me personally? Well, you, you're choosing YouTube in that venue quite a bit. Yes. Which seems to me very aggressive. I'm like, hold on a damn minute. I don't know. Well, I have my YouTube channels that are like ASMR or, um, <laughs> uh, brown noise meditation what music. What the hell? I know. I was waiting for you to react to that. It's I know what the brown note exactly. is. Exactly. I knew it. I knew as soon as I said brown note noise that the brown note was going to be referenced. So brown noise is in the same vein as white noise, except instead except of... it's brown. Except it's, it's the sound of people pooping. <laughs> it's a delight. Instead of being more staticky on that level of noise, like white noises or uh -huh. like a fan running is a certain kind of white noise. Brown noise is a little more synthesizer feeling. Okay. You know what I mean? See, I would call that blue noise. Really? Synthesizers require electricity. This is just where my mind goes. Okay. Okay. I will be sure to send you an example or just play it for you here in what a little if, bit. What if you do and I poop myself? <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We have different definitions of luck. <laughs> so dumb, I don't know why I got tickled. <laughs> I appreciate that you did. It makes me feel stronger about my own sense of humor. <laughs> um, <laughs> so at nighttime, I do have my usuals, okay? Yeah, you do. However, because I do like to listen to things as I fall asleep, I did kind of find my way into the realm of of the video essay genre of okay. YouTube video. And I do sometimes like to listen to these at night, except I found them to be so fascinating. I'm not listening to them at night anymore because I actually do want to hear yeah. the material that's yeah. being presented. Just like I would pick different shows to watch at different stages of sleepiness. Exactly. I don't care if yes. I sleep through burn notice because I've... I've seen it all. Yeah. Many times. Well, I started out, I started out and not in the video essay genre, but just finding like history channel, like you can find tons and tons of old history channel. Yes. I would episodes. guess even if you prefer the soothing voice of David yeah, Attenborough. Absolutely. That was a horrible. That was not good, but yes, but I, the people get the idea. I hope they do. I hope no one fires me. <laughs> I have two goals. One is to not quit, and the other is to not get fired. Exactly, exactly. But I would put it on old History Channel or other history-adjacent videos, and that would soothe me off to sleep. But then I kind of started getting more of these video essays being suggested to me via okay. YouTube. I said via. Is it via? Via? I don't it's, know. It depends how you feel when you say it, how tight your underpants were. <laughs> Mine are pretty tight, I'll tell you what. Oh, don't I know. Um the YouTuber Kaz Rowe is somebody that I've gotten into. I'm going to give you three examples of her. Spell this for me. K-A-Z is the first name, R-O-W-E. So there's a space in between. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Kaz okay. Rowe. It helps me. Sure. Yeah, I, I want to know that correctly. too. Yeah. I'm going to give you some titles of some of the recent ones of hers mm. that I've been deeply this enjoyed. It's going to get racy. Um, I don't think they're that racy. They're, she just does a really good job of doing the research and then writing what she's sharing about in such a fascinating way. She does a lot of good editing in clips of things. It's just She's just a really great YouTube creator. So some of the recent ones of hers I've watched are a deep dive into the horror-filled production of The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I hate the movie The Wizard of Oz, so How I dare you? I hit play on this so fast. I needed that. Who wrote it? 
who wrote the book? Frank Baum. But okay. that's not I who was, wrote the screenplay. I was so. testing you because oh. you like to be like, I'm a literary major for C's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I just check and make sure you were. You got it. You won. You were correct. Okay. Uh, all kinds of gnarly things happened in the production of the Wizard of Oz movie. I don't doubt it. Yeah. From a... Now, I can't say that. Never mind. I, I was just going to create a bunch of bullshit you had to edit out. So okay. Now you just have a curse word instead of things you have to actually edit out. Okay. This one you might be interested in. <laughs> Stonewall and the history of mafia-owned gay bars. Why would I be interested in that? Because I know you like the mafia, but because this is part of... The first time I saw you was coming out of the cockpit in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Which is a gay bar, for the record. It is an Don't actual ask me one. how I know. Yes. I've never visited. Have I think it? we told this story before. I, I had think a, we did, yes. I had a co-worker that enticed a bunch of people to meet him there for lunch. Yeah, and he didn't show up. He, he didn't was, show. They were furious. Yes, he was down the street laughing his ass off. Yes, he was. Um, it's really interesting. It is really fascinating, the intersection of mafia business and gay bars, particularly in the pre-civil rights era. Okay. It's just really... That does sound interesting. Yeah. I, I think one of the things that fascinates me about the mafia and the difference in the made-for-television version or made-for-silver-screen version of mafia versus the actual mafia mm -hmm. is that really in the grand scheme of things, they didn't have any qualms. They didn't give a shit about whatever. It was wherever the money was. Right. And so if there was money in the in the gay bar business, then... Mm -hmm. You bet they were there. They were there before anybody knew they were there. By the exactly. time anybody knew they were there, they were already on to the next thing. You are absolutely on the right track of that is how that all played out. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll have to start this later for okay. us. And I'll put on my tight pants. <laughs> okay. Another one that I watched the other night was called The Many, Many Ways F. Scott Fitzgerald Made a Fool of Himself. What does the F stand for? Fitzgerald. No, the first F. F. Scott. It's not Fitzgerald Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, man. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Francis. Francis. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah, I just said a name that starts with F. That's Wouldn't it all. be more delightful if it were a profanity? <laughs> yeah. And every like time he showed up to your party, hey, everybody, look, it's F. And Scott Fitzgerald up in here. <laughs> I would bet there were some of his contemporaries who genuinely called him that. He was quite a difficult person. Quite an effort. Yeah, he was. Genuinely. Well, how apropos. Um, I also have been enjoying a channel called Tasting History with Max Miller, where he takes a ancient or historical, not ancient. A deceased food. Yes. <laughs> historic <laughs> food. And he tells a story. So, like, we watched. I caught part of that with you. Yeah, we yeah. watched Dining First Class on the RMS Titanic. Or Titanic, yes. if you choose to pronounce it that way. Where he made a peaches in, was it chartreuse jelly? Yes. That was served in the first yes. class dining room. But so he starts, he starts his videos by preparing this historic recipe. Mm -hmm. And then as it's like cooking or like in this case, the jelly is setting up, he tells like a full length history. History lesson. Yes, or history. Yes. Yes. That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> I did. I did. We also watched 500-year-old pizza versus pizza today. That was interesting. Yes. I won't lie. Um, you were massaging my shoulders. Yeah. I've had a weird... I'm an old person. And I got weird health maladies. Yeah. You were massaging my shoulder, and I was more entranced by the relief of 
issues from that, but I did hear loosely. What did you find stunning, surprising, previously unknown about the history of pizza? So pizza has been around. The first time it's mentioned, like written down, was like in the year 997. Mm-hmm. And was it, it Naples? I know Naples is always tied in loosely, yes, that's but where we there's always our, a fight over who's, yeah. who deserves the Naples, ownership. Naples definitely claims the actual what we know of today as pizza. Not, not Naples, Florida. No, Naples, Italy. But it's been around for a long time, and the 500-year-old pizza that he made as part of this video was more like a pastry, like yeah. a very tall pastry dough cake. That's, was, that's about the best description yeah. I could imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was not what we would eat no. today or call pizza today, nope. um, but it was fascinating. And he really makes the whole thing. He tells you how to make it as if you're going to make it yourself. I, I guess some people do, um, but you get a little history lesson and it's all tied together with cooking. I have a bizarre pizza related story. If you'd like to hear it, let's hear it. One of the guys, that I worked with when I was coaching, who was a fascinating dude. His history was pretty much located through Michigan. Okay. And when he'd gone to college, he was a collegiate football player. And when he'd gone to college, his who what ended up being his roommate was a guy from Chicago. Yeah. And anybody that's ever gone to college or any type of camp of any kind would know the awkwardness of the early moments of like, so I'm your roommate. We're the two weirdos that are going to sleep in the same room together. It's so awkward. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really weird. No, I just had a flashback. Never mind. Yeah. Um, well, he'd, he'd told me this story that as they were having their first awkward introductions, the guy was like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. Great to meet you. Hey, maybe later we'll go get a pie. And, was pretty forcefully repetitive with this message of we'll go get a pie. Mm -hmm. Well, my boy from Michigan was like, you've got a strange fixation with pies. What the hell is this guy talking about? It took him, it took a a time for them to settle in and then actually go to finally get this fabled pie to recognize that he was, he was talking about pizza. Like, let's go get a pizza or something. Get a pizza pie. How indeed, how weird would that feel to be under the assumption of a, a pie, which is what, the 500-year-old pizza seemed to more accurately represent than a pizza pie. Oh, the Chicago and pizza is very pie-like. It's, it's all thick and soupy and hearty, like a casserole I, on a crust. That's not untrue. Yeah. I'm sure someone will be quick to correct us of our inaccurate description of you know Chicago pizza. I don't even care. <laughs> Bring it on. Join the, if you dare, join the awesome today facebook group to voice your complaints i may or may not even recognize you spoke because that's the kind of prick i am (laughs) feeling very salty today i'm feeling a little salty we'll get to that later um (laughs) let's let's go down a path of youtube here for a minute okay so you hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, gosh. I know I just created the faux pas of all things. I allowed just a moment of dead air. I was going to say just the absolute silence on audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going, I, I paused because I want to recognize a weakness of mine, but then I also want to okay. give adequate phrasing to it. I know that sometimes when you're talking, and I, I don't give a shit if it's anybody else, because you're you're just about the only one I care about that I know. No, don't get you. don't get the big head. Okay. Sometimes when you're talking, I get so caught up with what I'd like to say next that I don't hear everything that you had to say. You don't say. <laughs> I know. I'm not proud of it. Don't rub it in. I'm admitting it, okay? Okay, okay, okay. You undoubtedly, I'm giving you credit because I can't remember the moment, I was undoubtedly thinking about what I had to say next. You were commenting that something to the effect of what a grand presence podcasts have on YouTube. yes. And like I said, I wasn't listening, but then you'd asked a few other questions and I, I went to go do some quote unquote helpful research. You'd requested it. You signed up for it. I wasn't like trying to mansplain no, no. your life for you. Right. Um, though I'll do that too if it's yes. necessary. If you need some mansplaining, I'm here for of course, you. Yes. But then I'd gone and looked and found that believe it or not, YouTube is the Biggest in the United States, it is the biggest platform for podcasts. This was mind-boggling to me. Me too. It wasn't first. I was, I, I just, that was so hard for me to wrap my mind around. However, as we talked through the week about the YouTube channels and videos I've been watching, I did say to you, I often treat YouTube more, like those videos more as podcasts. Yeah. I will just put in my Raycon earbud. Exactly. Whichever, what other earbuds would you dare put in? Right, right, right. And, you know, like clean up the kitchen or maybe I will listen to it while I'm driving around not watching the video. use them, go buy a slingshot and shoot your AirPods somewhere into the nether. Right. But truly, there are many times that I'm actually more listening than I'm sitting and watching a YouTube video. And I know you, this is, this has been your way of Absolutely. Of uh, of consuming YouTube entertainment for literally years, maybe Absolutely. a decade. I don't know. Even if there's meaningful video to watch, because I've got other things I'm doing. Right. Who who I me mean, who has multiple hours a day? Right. To just sit and watch videos. Yeah. It's one thing. It's to me. There's like three tiers. There's one is just oh, I'm going to sit here and watch this thing. Right. For whatever reason. Yeah. Which I'm not judging. It's fine. Or like if you are on YouTube to learn how to do something, obviously yeah, you're yeah. watching it. Exactly. Then like the middle ground would be, well, I mean, I don't need to see this, but occasionally when something is said that, that catches my attention, I'm going to snap vision mm-hmm. to that window yeah. or whatever and see, did they just make a weird face or were they serious or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, and then the third facet would be, I'm I am here for the audio Yes. It just so happens that this format includes something visual that I don't give a crap about. 
<laughs> You're going to say crap now after all the other. Um, I try to, <laughs> I try to measure out my curses. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. They're, it's not impactful if you just curse every time. That's true. That's a good point. Um, that's so true. And there are obviously are channels that we do like to watch together. For example, we referenced last week, Guga Foods. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you don't want to listen to that. No, you, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Yeah. Um, but, Same with Max. Yes. Hungry and abroad. Yes, it, absolutely. So, but you did tell me that, okay, people are finding and not just discovering, but actually fully enjoying their podcasts on YouTube. And that is. And you saw a statistic and I saw a statistic mm-hmm. separately, though you'd said it to me and I wasn't listening. <laughs> that it's literally. That is the number one platform above yeah. Apple, above yes. whoever else. That's stunning. It is. It's also um, invigorating, I guess you could say, because... I hope you would say that. We gotta, I was hoping I'd literally been waiting for you to say that while I also thought about what I might say next. That's not true. I feel invigorated to get Sorta Awesome. We've got quite the back catalog of um, Sorta Awesome. 400 plus Epis. Is that how you refer to episodes That's in the biz? Epis? Epis, yeah. It's not like an Epi pen. No, no. Although you could use it as such to shock yourself back into living life. <laughs> it's that good. We've got to get the old back catalog. We're going to do running. this. That's yeah. part of what all this is playing towards. Yeah. We're going to do this. And we... It's not like you and I are going to re-record all the episodes. I know that'll disappoint some people. You and I aren't going to re-record all the episodes. No, no. No, we being in my copious free time, I'm going to go help figure out how to most efficiently dump years of catalog over. So if, if you've been listening through podcast stuff, but you would prefer YouTube, that's getting ready to be available. Searchable. There, in its entirety, for all the damn history of time. It feels extremely overwhelming to think about, but... It's easy. I'm excited. I got it handled. I got it handled. thankful for that. I genuinely am. There's like two things I can do well, and one of them is getting your whole back catalog uploaded. (laughs) So I hope you don't discover the other two early, or a whole marriage will be a sham. (laughs) If it's not already. (laughs) Um... Okay, pivoting away from YouTube and all the things we've been enjoying there. And the sham that our marriage is. Yes, and that too. You have been known to enjoy a Spotify playlist. Oh, don't I just. I found this one on purpose. Yeah. More often than not, I find them on accident. For sure. Because I get stuck in my ruts. I, I had I lived a whole life just now in that moment of it. silence. I can see it flash through your eyes. There's a if anybody's ever watched like uh, what's it The Matrix? Yeah. When they're uploading a whole thing, his eyes are closed, but you see that his eyes are bugging out in his head. <laughs> My eyes were open, and they just did that. I just downloaded a whole. I know kung fu. The whole thing happened. I blacked out. Oh what uh, What are we talking about? Spotify playlist. Spotify playlist. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then you get stuck in your ruts. I do. I just. I'll. I'm happy. I'll listen to the same one when I get tired of listening in an order. Yeah. I'll put it on random. Yes. Order, but this one I looked up on purpose because, for whatever reason, let's blame it on the fact that we've been drinking a lot of rum. Yeah. And. Some uh, tequila, yeah. Which that's a whole other thing. Is that on the list to talk about? We've already talked about 
We didn't, oh, we didn't talk about the suicide. The suicide, yeah. That's a yeah. Don't kill yourself. That's not what this is about. No. Um, no, there, so that stuff going on. We had tacos yesterday. We they were good enough. We reate a version of that today. So maybe there's some Latino influence, yeah, in what all's going on. But I felt inspired this morning as I was running errands to search out Cuban, whatever, on Spotify and Cuban classics is the playlist that came up. If you feel uncomfortable listening to music sung in a foreign language that maybe you don't speak, then don't do this. If you don't speak Spanish, if you do speak Spanish, then that was all worthless and it's not a problem for you, but it's a good playlist. Cuban classics playlist. Yes. Listen to it. I will link to it in the show notes so that people can easily find it. That'd be perfect. If people do people use the show notes. I think they do. Okay. Have you ever, when you listen to somebody else's stuff, do you use their show notes? Absolutely, yes. Okay. I never have, not because I don't want to. I'm, I'm a, I'm a techno idiot in some instances. In some places, I'm like a techno savant. Yeah. But I, there's something about show notes that mess with me. Hmm. I like, I like an easy, I'm kind of lazy. If you're going to give me the link, I'll click the link so okay. I can find the thing you're talking about. What about when you're listening to something that's like, oh, find it in the show notes, but it's not a hyperlink? I don't like that. But I don't I do, either. I do know. Are you willing to set yourself up for the expectation that the hyperlink is there and then it's not, and then you're deeply disappointed and you can't ever listen to that podcast again? That I don't judge the podcast. How dare you? You be- should always judge them. Because as a podcaster, I know that in various... There's been various times that because of our podcast host, the formatting didn't go through. Okay. And so, like, we tried to hyperlink, and on the main website would be hyperlinked, but then in the podcast player, it wasn't. And I understand that sometimes that happens, and it's not on the podcaster. Okay. Okay. You've given me the ability in that moment to extend a little bit more grace. Yeah. But not much, so don't get your hopes up. Okay. All right. If I'm ever listening to an episode of the main show yeah and you claim something's in the show notes and it's not hyperlinked i'll cancel you okay that's your prerogative face to face not just stop listening when i get off the episode i'm gonna kick the bedroom door open like i'm the police on a raid yeah and i'm gonna cancel you okay well i mean that's and then i'll uncancel you because you're basically my only friend (laughs) i don't win i don't win canceling you um, something else we like to watch together at times is the old TikTok. The old one? The old TikTok. It's the original one. It was tic-toe. They didn't get that extra K on the end. That's the original format. It's yeah. hard. I'm not even sure you can find that app anymore. One of your, one of your favorite TikTokers, uh, because he's highly entertaining and he does a lot of cooking. Is everything oh, in my yeah. life, does it all come back to food and cooking? Pretty well, much. I think so. I think if we look at things biblically, everything centers around sharing a meal. That's true. Having a meal, not having a meal. Yeah. But everything's around food. Okay. Well, a TikToker that you and I both enjoy. Even the Lord's Supper is a meal. <laughs> I held back all the profanity I was going to throw in because it felt sacrilegious. Thank you. Thank you. Um, one that we both enjoy on the TikTok yeah. is the stale cracker account yeah with cracker with a k cracker with a k i had like in the beginning there's obviously a k in the middle (laughs) 
<laughs> it's all one word, stale cracker, but the cracker part starts with a K, okay? Yeah. And this guy is out of Louisiana. He's a, he's a stallion. We cannot yet figure out, is he wearing a wig or not underneath his ball cap? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he is. He has 5.7 million followers. Did you know that? I, I'm not surprised. In fact, I am surprised that it's not more. It'll be more tomorrow. Yeah. He is, he's outstanding. He knows how to poke fun at himself and where he's from without being humiliating for anybody. One of the things that ties back into his TikTok name, Stale Cracker, is he will make these delicious things like all kinds of Cajun food and seafood and whatever people eat in South, South Louisiana. Yeah, and then break out the saltines. And he loves to eat everything on a cracker. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not want an edible spoon? <laughs> he really does like it a lot. He's solid. I, I, what, like, what do you enjoy most about him? What, what do you find most fascinating? Um... I think the fact that he is like, it seems like it's all going to be like this big sloppy mess. He's like Mm -hmm. not exact. Okay. Oh no. Right. He's just like throwing things together. He obviously does know what he's doing though. And it all comes together and I'll be dadgummed every single thing that he makes. I'm like, Oh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'd eat it. What's that guy's name? I don't know. We'll We'll bring that up next episode. There's another TikToker that we stole that phrase from. Yeah. I love, truly, deeply, and this won't surprise you at all, that this man cooks in quantity. Oh, my gosh. To the point where the smallest stirring utensil he has is literally a boat oar. Yes. And I appreciate the hell out of that because it's one thing to cook for a small number, even a medium number of people and make something good. Yeah. He's doing this like cafeteria style. Oh He's doing this for hundreds of Hundreds of servings. Yes. Not that you'd ever do that just for yourself. Right. But what kind of a selfish butthole only cooks for themselves? Mm-hmm. I don't know that you'd have to be a selfish butthole if you live by yourself and... and you don't want to invite anyone into your life. Invite Kyle over, Put please. the invitation out. <laughs> if you cook it, they will come. Yeah, that's true. Kevin Costner said that. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Sort of. Um, so he's on TikTok, but he's also, you can, if you're not on TikTok, but you want to check him out, he does have a YouTube channel that he just uploads his TikToks. Yeah, it's all these TikToks. All do. of these tickies, all these as tickies. you like to call them. <laughs> it drives everyone in this family crazy that I say it's, it's a little invasive, I won't lie. Yeah. But you should, yeah, you should absolutely check this guy out. So earlier this week, um, after dinner, I had to run to a local gas station to grab a few things. And... While I was there, I walked past the freezer. The gas station freezer. The gas station freezer cabinet. No, it's not called a cabinet shelf. I don't know. The freezer section. It's like a cabinet-ish type thing. There's the freezer section at the gas station. And it was after dinner, and I do know you have a penchant for ice cream. Penchant. Yes. So I was going to get you the Blue Belt homemade vanilla. It's a classic. You do enjoy a homemade vanilla. It's not the best vanilla, but it's a good vanilla. Yeah. Right next to the homemade vanilla was Bluebell's oatmeal cream pie ice cream. Now, I've known you for a long time. Longer than I've been alive. (laughs) And one of your favorite things to eat, just straight out of the box, out of the wrapper, is a Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. So I thought, hey, ice cream plus oatmeal cream pie 
what can go wrong? I was pretty happy with myself. Got it, brought it home. I hope that you don't perceive no, 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 no. Is it, any any is it, shade thrown back your way. No, I understand. I took a chance, mm-hmm. and it didn't pan out. You were mm, well, disappointed. I had, I had you try it, too. Yeah. And were you not disappointed? I was. because Which is different than were you not entertained. <laughs> That's a whole different genre. Yeah. We both were disappointed because yeah. rather than it tasting like Little Debbie snack cake. Which is, cream pie. honestly, the only reason they've continued to exist is because they they tapped into sorcery, necromancy, oh one of the Lord. C's. Yeah. They they found something that was amazing. Yes. With food that's not even food. Absolutely not food. But this wasn't that. You're pausing and you've jerked your head towards the family upstairs. I guess, yeah. I heard it too. Okay. Just ignore it. Act okay. like it to, didn't happen. To dial back into this conversation, what this did taste like, and I think you identified it perfectly, was ice cream with just oatmeal cookies. Yes. Yes. Like, forget the cream pie part. Right. Like, if you just, like, broke up an oatmeal cookie. Yes. And stirred it into some vanilla ice cream. Who was, this was Bluebell, right? Bluebell, yes. Yeah. So, this is this is the realm where expectations matter. Because if if you'd gone in with the expectation of, this is oatmeal cookie ice cream, I think it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. But if you've said oatmeal cream pie, and people are affiliating that with Little Debbie, and my God, who makes a better oatmeal cream pie than Little Debbie? Yeah. The only thing you could ever do to improve a Little Debbie oatmeal cream pie is to buy a jar of marshmallow cream and dip it in that as you eat it, which, which you, I have done. I was going to say, which you have been known yeah. to do. <laughs> it's, oh, I'm, I'm getting sweaty and flush thinking about it. Yes, and also getting diabetes thinking about it. I bring it on. Diabetes. Yeah. You, me, and Wolford Brimley will have a battle royale. Yes. That's not what it was. No. That's the only reason I was disappointed. If I would have come in, if I had come in with a different expectation, that's a, it's a great ice cream. Yes. Good job, Bluebell. Yes. But Bluebell, how dare you name it? Oatmeal cream pie, oatmeal it is cream not. Oatmeal cream pie, that is, <laughs> you are many things, sir, but oatmeal cream pie is not one of them. It's true. It's true. So we're going to pass on that. If you like oatmeal cookies, check it out. So things are starting to fall apart a little bit. It sounds like it, but uh, we got a few more things. Yes. Let's let's get through these because so far, to my knowledge, there are neither matches nor lighters yes. near the children, so the house will not burn down. Hopefully. There they are could candle lighters. They could there. kick bricks out of the wall, but it will not burn down. Okay. Uh, two concoctions. One is not in the notes. Two concoctions you came up with this week. We called it loosely a, a suicide. It's yeah. a, a kamikaze. Is that a thing? Is this a long way? That's a different thing. I don't know. But we have to frame suicide because this is a sensitive culture we live in now. Yes, it's a sensitive word. For when sure. you and I were children. Yes. And you would go to the concession stand. Or at the McDonald's if you were very lucky. Are you serious? This was available at McDonald's? Oh, yeah. Only or if you Taco served Bell? yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, at a at a concession stand at a ball game, mm-hmm. and I'm talking not like a collegiate or professional no, game, no, no, no. like little league. Yeah. And there's literally a trailer somebody pulled up on yeah. the back of a pickup that is the concession stand. Yeah. And you asked for a suicide. They would literally put equal portions of every soda yeah. that they had, every soda pop they had on tap would go in there. Yeah. So Seven Up, Dr Pepper, Coca Cola, whatever 
Pepsi, if that was there too, because Mountain Dew Dew is all the things in one. (laughs) And they called it a suicide. Yes. And it was oddly red in color. If there was anything red happening, it was red. I don't, yeah, and I don't know how. Why why are kids kids? Like, I can remember being so tickled. Why as adults are we still children? I don't know. (laughs) I could be... I can remember being so tickled about being able to fix up. Like I said, I didn't do a concession stand, but if you were lucky enough to, when you're out to eat fast food with your family and they have the free range right. uh, fountain and you can fix your own fountain it's drink. All of, I want a little of everything. We would just be so It's happy. a drink buffet. It's a drink buffet. God, <laughs> tasted so bad, but we were so happy with right? ourselves about it. Well, you kind of like... I riffed on that, except the yeah, except and it wasn't actually ugly. It was actually quite good. Yeah. So we we've mentioned in the past that we purchased the Casamigos, um, damn you, George Clooney, the Casamigos tequila. Yeah, the is fantastic. It's fantastic. It's very strong. Yeah, very smoky. Yeah. It's literally a clear scotch. Yeah. in that regard. Yeah, and then we'd also we'd done a little bit of dabbling. With margaritas, Mm -hmm. which if you follow a precise recipe for that, it's a literal metric shit ton Mm -hmm. of citrus, be it in the form of lime and or triple sec, which is an orange liqueur. Mm -hmm. And it was overwhelming. Yeah. That really isn't our thing. Yeah. And so first, we'd then taken just the Casamigos or whatever tequila we had on hand, and we'd done just like maybe a, a half a teaspoon mm-hmm. of lime and triple second. And we're like, that's better. Yeah. And then just call it a moment of idiot savant brilliance. I said, well, this tequila is really potent and strong in terms of the smokiness and flavor. And so what we did was we took very small portions of the lime of the triple sec and of the Casamigos. Yeah. And then, quote unquote, diluted that, at least in flavor, not in potency, with rum and or with Tito's vodka and things. And that's been remarkable. It's been the drink we wanted in terms of strength with just the just enough of the flavor. Yes. That would come from those other things. And then we would add. You know, uh, what Pellegrino. Yeah, some, some kind of bubbly water to yes. feel like less of a complete lush. Yes, just to make that clear. We're not yeah. just well, yeah, we're not, shooting shots all day yeah, around here. We're not, you tilt your head back, I'll massage your throat while you just swallow. <laughs> it's not like that. We're not doing keg stands over here with booze. No, we are not. No, At least not. not right now. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good, and it was just kind of you're a really good bartender in the sense that you know what we like, you know what tastes good, and well, you did a little you. experimenting around. That may be the kindest thing you've ever said to me. Well, you know what the kindest dip is that you've ever made? Because you made it this week, too, another concoction. Oh, this is so easy. Everyone should do this. Probably does have an official name, but we don't know about it's it. It's preposterously easy. Yeah. You can, you can go the whole route, and you should on occasion go the whole route of making all the things to make... A dip, a sauce, a thing. I I overextended myself yesterday cooking, and I was fatigued, and today I didn't want to do much. And so I literally just took a block of cream cheese. I took pre-made store-bought guacamole and pre-made store-bought salsa. And 
for lack of better measurements, because I never do, I would just say equal portions yeah. of each. Heated up the cream cheese so it would actually stir and mix with the other things. Just microwaved it. Never do that in the foil wrapper. Never. Don't ask me how I know. That didn't happen today. Thank goodness. Um, but maybe it has. Maybe it hasn't in the past. Super easy. And there was a lot of dinner left over today. But none of it was that dip. No, not a bit. Not that a bit. was annihilated. Yes. Everybody really good. Really life. easy. So easy. That's the best when you find a an easy thing that everybody eats. It makes dishes easier later. Truly. So, yeah. So, still, somehow, no matter what we have on our list, it always comes back to food and drink. Food is delightful. It is. Drink is the essence of life. Yes. We've got a big week ahead here. We've got your birthday. My birthday. I'm in the process of selling a business. That's a whole thing that we may or may not talk about more in the future. Our daughters are going back to school. Back to school. They will be on the same campus for the first time in many years. You've insisted you drop them off the first day. It is happening. Okay. I, I mean, I'm willing to step in and do, but you got almost poltergeist voiced and you're like, I will drop them off. It is my oldest child's first day, first last day. Okay. First, first last day. day. She's no, a wait. senior. Last first day. <laughs> last first day. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what month is it? Where are we? It's her last first day. And it is our second daughter's first day of high school. First first day. First first day of high school. And I will be there for it. Okay. I, I wasn't trying to not let you be. Okay. I was just trying to be helpful. How dare I? How dare I? Dear. Now you can pick them up. I don't care about that. Yeah, it's like whatever. <laughs> After this, it's all you. Yeah. So, but yeah, we got a lot going on between birthday yeah. celebration, business stuff, kids stuff. Uh, just yeah, it's a busy week. I have three recordings this week. That's quite a few. So I have only one, and it's this one, and we're wrapping it right now. Well, for this week proper. Yeah, I'll have one. Seven days from now. Okay. Or six days and 23 hours from now. All right. Well, what should the kind people do in the meantime? I think drink a lot more than you normally give yourself permission to. But also structure that around when you should and shouldn't be driving. Yes. Be responsible. Don't be Paul Pelosi. Uh Did he do the little drunky drivey? Yeah. And he wrecked into somebody and there's a whole thing going on with that. Lord, well, don't do that. Along with also insider trading and some other things. There's a lot going on there. Okay. Don't don't be Paul Pelosi. Okay. I mean, don't be Paul anybody. I would assume the majority, if not all of the listeners, are women. And especially when Paul's affiliated with an old man, I don't think anybody wants to be Paul. Listen, I will tell you that there are a not small number of husbands and or partners who listen along with their really yeah i didn't know that yes maybe i'll clean up my language a little bit and try to be <laughs> a, a better influence <laughs> on the men listen i know that as a general rule women are filthy <laughs> what's the oldest profession in the world um financial advisor. financial advising <laughs> and who's predominantly done it men okay that didn't prove a point anywhere <laughs> Listen, what should people do in the meantime? I don't know. I feel like you're rushing me to end the episode, so now I feel like I need to talk more. <laughs> I don't like to be Why told what to do. Like I don't this? I don't like to be managed. <laughs> <laughs> so what else you want to talk about? No, we're good. We're good. We're done. 
What should everyone do? They should volunteer to come babysit Nico. Okay. You'll never have an awesome today again if that's what happens. <laughs> but you should give it a shot anyway, because if you only do it once, every day thereafter will be an awesome today. And that's what I do hope that you have. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.